Welcome to a muzzled chat. What are we, Wednesday? Yep, Wednesday. So I have a very special guest on this beautiful Wednesday. Everyone, welcome, Josh. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Josh is an amazing man. Every time, every opportunity I get to spend some time with Josh, I just soak it up. He's got a lot of wisdom. You got a lot of positive things to say. You tribute, pretty much connect so many things to God. Like you're a very spiritual man. And I love that about you, that you're not afraid to bring glory to God, say his name. I mean, it's just, it's so cool. And it would be obviously awesome to even get your input on some things as to why God has been taken out of the picture in our society in a sense, or, you know, what led people to even being afraid, you know? Um, but it's crazy because leading up to this very episode and conversation, chat, I was like, well, hey, keep in mind something that, you know, per- because I, I, this podcast is all about helping you, help me, but most importantly, helping others. So, I mean, what a meek man here, very humble in it for the right reasons. Cause here I am like, Hey, consider some things. And he's got an awesome business and a veteran, right? Yeah. Yes, man. We appreciate your service. Thank you. And, um, He's just like, you You know what? Like, when it comes to the conversation of God, I, uh, how did you word it? I want to do it justice. That, that, oh, it was a, the most selfless comment. I should have wrote that down. Now I'm kicking <laughs> myself. All right. Well, anyway, he just, he just wanted to show up purely and, and, not even focus on any plugs, anything basically to express the love, you know, he has felt. And with that, uh, tell us a little about yourself. Well, appreciate you having me on James. Thank you again. I'm honored. Um, I'll kind of start early on my childhood because I believe that's when I kind of formed into who I am now. So, at early age, at eight years old, my dad took his own life. Mm-hmm. My dad was a heavy, heavy alcoholic. From the things he saw in Vietnam, uh, his business started to fall apart. Uh, and at his weakest moment, the enemy came and convinced him that he's better off dead. Wow. And unfortunately, he he took his own life right in front of my own mom. He, no kidding. Yeah, yeah, shot himself right in front of my mom. I was eight years old, second grade. And Enemy, you're talking about the devil. That's right. Evil. Satan. I mean, many names he goes by. Isn't it? Yes. Isn't it, isn't it crazy? The more you seek truth in this life, like me personally, um, that. Sorry, my, my brain just ping-ponged quite a bit there. I, I jumped from, and, and you know what? I, I just want to scratch all that because uh, 
It is a humbling truth. I actually just had a phone call yesterday with a friend where uh, we just lost another loved one riding a bicycle and getting hit by a vehicle. And it, not to take away, like to get back into what you were just talking about, like it's holy moly. Like, I guess I'm just touching on that, how profound all these experiences are that we are all just visiting here. And as we seek understanding like how the Bible reigns so truthful and with hearing that what you just shared about your dad it just resonates on a level personally for me with where I'm at on my spiritual journey like just so true that 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 Bible phrase that our battle is not of the flesh here that it is of you know spiritual principalities and that's and right. Man. Well, I'm really sorry to hear that. My my heart instantly goes out to you, your family, your mom. Like that's you a situation you really wouldn't wish on anyone. My mom really really buckled up when that happened. Um as many people know, you could fall into the drug realm. You could mm-hmm. also pick up a bottle and start drinking yourself. God, why did you do this? Why did you leave me? With four kids, thinking with my mom's perspective, what am I going to do? How am I going to get through this? My dad was obviously the the breadwinner of the family. You know, he had a a small, small little business. And for her to just wake up one day and, you know, her husband's gone. You got four kids. You're by yourself. So I just kudos to my mom what she did. She really just buckled down and gave it all to the Lord. I mean, I would we would go to church twice a week when there was revivals and special things in town we would go Uh, we went to counseling with the church outside the church we went to counseling in in a way it kind of brought us together even closer when once my dad passed wow and uh she her her spiritual growth just grew because you can go the world's way to numb the pain or you can do it god's way and she she did it god's way and to see that as a young child and to grow up with that struggle that my mom was carrying for all of us. I mean, she, she, she wasn't home a lot, but she was working uh, two, three jobs most of the time to pay the bills. Right. And my older sisters kind of took care of us, and they also worked. And then I started working at an early age. But it showed me work ethic, hard work, and most of all, it showed me to put my foundation on the Lord when calamities and tragedies hit. You give wow. it all to the Lord. What an example. Shout out to mom. Uh, what strength. And that's what's, that's what's interesting. Like, why? And personally, do we tend to so often, to our own detriment, choose that other road of cursing God? Of, oh, he, why, why could there be a God? You know, in all these life situations, you know, he clearly isn't there for us it doesn't love it and and go down this but that's hmm that's given into the enemy that's 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 essentially setting you down a road that is to your own detriment versus hey giving the other a fair shake and obviously it could be viewed as a stronger road and and like we could give her praise and there's it's it's just beautiful because obviously it's having an effect on so many others and you personally. But um, 
Yeah, oftentimes we're not going to see why we're in the fire until sometimes we're out of the fire or sometimes we're not going to know the reason why until we're in heaven with the Lord and God says, this is why I allow this, this is why I allow that. It's hard to, to question God when he knows ultimately what's best for us. Right. And... Are, and to, to capitalize on what you're saying about how you just lost your recent friend, where we're here today, we're gone tomorrow. The, the Bible says our life is like a mist. It's like a vapor. It appears for a brief moment, and then it's gone compared to eternity. So that's why it's so important for you to walk with the Lord, to know him as your personal Savior, to endure the attacks, the snares, the traps of the enemy. Mm. And to just encourage your faith and your walk to to stay close, especially nowadays, you can see what's oh, where we, you know, where to even start just to say what's going on with the world today, the state of the world. It's hundred percent. You're hitting on something so profound there, but it, you know, so many people dwell on the pain, victimization, as the world would have you do, versus fulfilling why we're even here which is seeking truth and seeking why we're here because we know inevitably as i hit things uh we're all visiting right and and this friend i mean it's been so humbling like i haven't even fully absorbed that that i literally found out last evening um kind of late last night and yeah i'm Gonna need to spend the time, go through the pictures, you know, send some things out to the family, and you know, all that's in the works right now. But uh, that's that's a second loved one, a second man um, in my life that I know personally. I guess it's an inevitable truth we're all gonna experience. Like more, the the further we go down this path, more tragedy, tragedies, and unexpected events, and. Uh, illnesses and things are going to happen, but that's that's the second young gentleman I know within the next month that was just horrifically taken. Be careful out there on the roads, people. Oh, my goodness. Oh, Those tin cans uh, are kind of modern technological advances. God is so comfortable in there. We, we become <laughs> just – we start staring even at our phones as though – Oh, you know, so we're literally driving this tin can at 65 miles an hour, not even looking at what we're doing, staring into a device like, stop it. Oh, my goodness. I, like, And I, I believe the top three killers right now is it's heart disease, cancer and car accidents. Is that right? Car accidents are right up there with, with uh, taking people's lives. All right. Say that one more time. You said I believe it's heart disease, okay. cancer. And car accidents. Oh my gosh! It's, Heart disease. You know, or car related. You know, you're a pedestrian, get hit walking. Yep, right. On a bike, and both. Yep, or or, or vehicle. Like your friend was accident. being a hero about. Right. You know, on the freeway over here, somebody got in a car accident, and your friend went to assist. Yes. And unfortunately, got uh, got clipped by a passerby. That, I mean, that's where. For me. It's like, yeah, we humanly, out of curiosity, want to know, like, what, what the heck? Like, yeah. you know, it, it, he was with another close friend that, uh, excuse me, thankfully survived the whole incident. Um, 
But yeah, our other friend wasn't so lucky, but they, they were in a large truck with the hazards on and, you know, pulled over in the little buffer next to the HOV. And it's just like, you know, to assist in this accident they just witnessed, it's just wild. Like, so yeah, humanly curiosity kicks in. We just want to know how, how can someone do that? Were they under the influence or this or that? We'll come to find out there supposedly was no, no drugs in that gentleman's system. I don't even know if it's a gentleman or a man, but anyway, this well, beside the stupidity can be <laughs> right. a, a drug in a way where people are just careless or not thoughtful, or like you said, the distractions of the cell phone, the radio, someone's eating, changing the radio station. That's, I guess, it's, the point uh, I was trying to get to right yeah. there is the facts on this matter in a way are irrelevant other than that truth. Like, hey, we just <laughs> get it's. I mean, they're sound controlled and air controlled, volume controlled, and it gets so comfort. Oh, mm -hmm. and the lumbar. I mean, shoot, there's massagers now in those things and yeah. air conditioned seats, heated seats. So people just get so comfortable and they just kind of become ignorant to how dangerous or complicit to how dangerous the actual thing is. So, hey, let's all be safe. But w once again, like to bring it back, like more important than even being safe is in ensuring we're all doing our part as to why we're here. And it's interesting for me, and that's where I would, Josh, I'd love to know more on your end. And obviously you just start kicking it off, like with your mom's great example as to why you uh, are, have been getting drawn. And, and yeah, it'd be awesome to touch more on that because I know personally as to why I keep giving more time and effort and energy to God because, I mean, that that payout to that time, that pursuit, it, I can't even effectively put into words how, how blessed, you know, uh, that pursuit has been for me. Um, so yeah, if you want to just touch, touch on that a bit or continue on with what brought you to where you are today, you know? Yeah. And to go along with what you're saying, if, if you draw yourself close to God, He will draw yourself. He will draw close to you. Uh, if you seek Him, you will find Him. You got to put in the effort to to grow. Like like relationships, they require effort. You're gonna get what you put into it. You have to seek Him and pray and find Him. And and as I grew up, grew up a Christian my whole life. Uh, became in my early twenties. I kind of took a step back and I wanted to know, okay, w what is it that I believe? Is this what I believe? Is this truth? Um, and I looked at Hinduism. I looked at Buddhism. Uh, I looked um, at Jehovah's Witness, uh, the uh, LDS, Latter-day Saints, Mormonism. I looked into all these religions mm. and... This is just barely in the early 2000s. You know, the Internet's barely there. So a lot of that was books and doctrine. And if you dissect and you compare them to the Bible about what God is and what he's done, and you just compare them with an open heart and open mind, you will find truth. Mm. And that's what I ultimately came right back to the Bible, to God. Um, I encourage everyone 
that has doubts about if there's God, who's God, and only one person said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody comes to God except through me, and that was Jesus. And I want to say there was over, I think Jesus completed over, I want to say it was 600, there's three or 600 prophecies he completed. One third of the Bible is prophetic prophecy. And most of the prophecies have already come true. So what what religious doctrine, you know, that you can think of that you know has accurately predicted the future to the T? Hmm. And there's only one book I can think of, and that's the Holy Bible. So that's wow. something you can take to the bank. Yeah. And for those that don't know, it's worth pondering, researching, and looking into, you know. Um, and that's that's just it. You know, with faith, it's everyone's personal journey, you know, and by design, just like that's why I'm so anti-tyranny and tyrannical rule and dictatorships and communism mm-hmm. in this life. I'm on fire and yeah. fighting trying, back. Trying to conform us, control yes. us, say, look, you need to think this way. Yes. That they're, you know, trust the science like they like to push the narrative right. in everything, not right. just one specific topic or subject. It's this way or the highway. This is the only way to think. Right. And then if you are against this way of think, then then you're a terrorist. You're you're anti-American. Uh, you're uninformed. Uh, you know. You're deplorable. You know. And that's where I I feel in a way in that sense, because to me I just grasped that you know you brought it in beautifully to just understanding right where a lot of. Uh, believers if you will um kind of go about it in a wrong wrong sense and trying to instill their beliefs on others too and it can it could lead to uh the the opposite intended effect you know where where it could actually lead to church hurt you Mm -hmm. know where people get turned off to seeking doing doing that personal walk and that's why i view all these different churches like you were talking about and religions, I, I view it all beautiful in a way because, and I love them and I don't like to slander not a single one of them to a, to a degree. Cause it, at the end of the day, it's kind of just like, well, is that, let's just that group or that organization, that church, that religion, whatever label you want to put on it. Is it, in fact, turning people onto the book? Is it, in fact, having people on their knees and building and establishing that personal relation and, and understanding to to a, any any level that they wouldn't have been doing on their own? Like, that's right. to be praised. Because, the reality, like, as I, I've looked into it, it seems as though there's true saints, true believers, true people, like, like right. seeking to walk in Christ's footsteps and help live yeah. in a selfless nature. Well, and, just just like... Just like you got to vet your news nowadays, you got to almost filter it. You got to research what you're seeing. You got to vet and right. research your churches. And just like there's good people, there's right. bad people. There's good churches and there's bad churches. There's churches that will teach you false doctrine. They'll take you take you down the wrong path. There's t- churches that'll keep you stagnant and you won't grow. And we're, if you want to grow in your relationship with the Lord, you need iron that sharp, sharpens iron. Mm. You need more than just milk. You need the meat. You know, like right. it says in the Bible, right. you 
have to do the work and and pray and fast and say, God, is this a good church for me? Is this where I should be? And sometimes you got to go and just church hop and, and, and look and ask people, hey, is this a good church? Is this a bad church? You know, and just go and, and, and seek it out. Wow. To all you viewing, to all you listening, I hope and pray that this resonates because I'm excited on your behalf to put the time, put in that effort, spend that time on your knees, seek, seek, seek this for yourself. I'm so excited because like, I'm feeling, I'm feeling the spirit here today. I'll, I'll be honest. And, and it's just confirming it's in a way it's building that faith in a way like, and, and it's a forever pursuit. It's a forever work. We're never fully going to arrive. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's a character flaw. Yeah, we're, we're always yeah. going to be a work in progress you yes. know, with our, with our faith, with Everything. our walk, with our life with our, our career uh in my early 20s when i was like a junior ac technician uh my old boss had me fill out this survey right it's basically one through ten. One needs improvement you know <coughs> 10 you're doing great and i you know filled out nines and tens he gave me a self-evaluation i filled it out to, to you know to get a raise and uh I fill it out. He comes in and he starts looking at it. And he says, so Josh, you're telling me you can't improve in this area. You're, you're, you're already a perfectionist in this. Oh, wow. I was like, Ooh. And then he says, Oh, how about this area, this area, this, you're telling me you can't get any better. I'm like, Oh, that was humbling. So that really taught me that you never know it all. You're never an expert. Uh, you're never going to have perfection. You're always learning. Things are always changing too. Tech, you can learn. You can learn something today, and a couple months from now, it's irrelevant. It's expired. You know what I mean? You you can be a, a you know a VCR technician, right? TV repair technician. You know those those industries. Um, vacuum repair used to see in the corner all the time. You know we'd play a lot of that stuff's gone with the wind. Right. It's so right. hard to see some of these uh you know trades and things. Technology is changing. I mean, cassettes, CDs, DVDs. I mean, look, Best Buy just announced they're not going to sell, I think it's DVDs and Blu-rays by the end of the year. They're going away with uh, that type of media. It's just crazy. Yeah, considering we're sitting in a hunting rig where I often end up out of service, I still resort to some DVDs. I (laughs) I don't have a VHS player in here, but there's a DVD player just for them uh it, it was more so catering to when i was dysfunctional out there and there were some days even you know it it, t- it would exhaust me just getting out there and i'd make it out there and i'd be kind of bedridden out in the woods oh yeah so i'd resort to the bible and some silly entertainment you mm-hmm. know uh but anyway that's all beside the point here um this is awesome i'd Guys, let me know what you think. I believe Josh should be a repeat guest. Um, this is awesome. I, I We're not even scratching the surface, no doubt, as to uh, your your personal story here and as to what all has triggered. Um, I am curious because you've mentioned on a number of accounts now in our conversations about like fasting and everything. Like personally, I, I it's something I'm interested because that would be a next level I've, I've dabbled with like here and there with intent and prayer on behalf of, you know, someone ill or suffering, like including fast into the prayer and stuff. 
But, um, I mean, to be honest, it's just something I haven't really, really tried, especially on the level you have. So tell me a bit about that and some of the experiences you've had with that. I mean, you're on one now. <laughs> yeah, I'm on a, on a currently on 16 days right now. Wow. I'm going to a 21-day fast. Uh, Saturday uh, will be 21 days. Uh, today's Wednesday for you guys at home. So... I've only fasted three times in my life. Um, the first time I fasted was when my daughter was born. She's now 12. So this was literally about 12, 13 years ago. Um, so I had a daughter, and me and the mother, everything was going great. I mean, we were together for four years, and she found out she was pregnant. Two weeks later, there was literally like a wall just went up. And she wanted nothing to do with me. She didn't want to talk to me. She w didn't want me around. This tore me apart. This is my first child. You know, we were talking about getting married. Everything was going great. And then mm -hmm. all of a sudden, she just wants nothing to do with me. This is the time to rejoice, to be celebrate. Yeah, you're going to be a little bit nervous and stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, this was her, her third child. She already had two kids, oh, really? okay. two boys uh, from another relationship. They were like, uh, I think, six and seven at the time. They were pretty close in age, two boys. And we're having a daughter, and then she just threw up this wall, and it just broke my heart. Like I was, I was dying, mm. uh, emotionally, spiritually. So I just gave it all to God. I says, God, what do I do? Like, mm. so I remember in the Bible, you know, uh, to seek God wholeheartedly, pray and fast, because there's certain demonic strongholds that can only be overcome by prayer and fasting. Mm. So it's petitioning the Lord with basically everything you got. You just say, God, I'm going to give up the food. I'm going to give up the, the, the alcohol, any any kind of, you know, sin, fornication. But the main thing is you give up the food. And I, I just drank, during that two, I did a two-day fast. I just drank water at that time. Just drank water and prayed. And it wasn't easy, you know, because here I am doing, you know, construction, air conditioning, commercial buildings, working, and you're getting a full workout at work. So I'm drinking water as well. I get a dream from from God. I, I I God revealed to me why this wall came up around, and it just blew my mind. She was fooling around with a neighbor kid, and when I say kid, you know, he was underage at the time, a young kid. Oh my goodness! And here I am, you know, twenty four, twenty five myself. She's twenty four, twenty five, and I just blew my mind. God showed me, and then it just it was just like wow, and then that kind of gave me peace in a way because i knew why I, I i just i i just you know only some things god can can tell you and expose to you and reveal to you in his timing and his way if if it's his if it's his will and he did he showed me that and, I, and i'll never forget that i was the first time i ever fasted i was crying every day after work crying before bed because i wanted nothing more than to be with her to have that relationship to be a wow, family what a you challenge know? and and you know because of my dad passing at early age and losing my dad I wanted to be involved because I know firsthand, man, there was, there was trips at church. They would be like, Hey guys, we're having a father and son camp out. And I'm like, it just broke my heart as a young mm. kid. Cause there really wasn't a real male figure in my life at the time. My dad was gone and things like that. And, uh, you know, it's kind of things you want to do with, with your dad is go camping, do boy scouts, throw the ball around. And, and, but I wasn't going to be that absent father. I've had many friends, people I know that their dad just disappeared. He didn't want to be a father. 
uh, because that's another thing the enemy wants to do. The enemy wants to remove the father from so the family. True. So true. So he can attack and, and you know, because we're in here as a family element. That's the, the love of Christ as a family element. And the enemy wants to remove the father because mm. he's the spiritual leader of the household. And then he attacks everybody one-on-one. He attacks the father and he talks to the mother and he gets the kids mm-hmm. and then gets them all in these snares, traps, addictions, mm. and just starts destroying them. That brings to light uh, essentially so much as to why the world is the way it is today. I mean, with the information age, Satan, evil, has been so effective in essentially creating all this confusion, taking God out of it, taking truth out of it. There's so many studies and even, you know, clinical you name it. They researched. Look at the look at the population of the prison inmates. For one, that's one area you can look at. I think it's about eighty percent, eighty percent, if not more. I might be wrong. Seventy percent, but at least seventy to eighty percent of the people, the male prisons, their father was just not around. He mm-hmm. was in drugs. He died. He passed away. You name it. They and then some. Some moms don't know who the father is. Right. They're living a promiscuous lifestyle, and they say, hey, I don't know who the dad is. Some some of their moms were selling themselves on the streets and stuff and grew up in drug homes. I mean, it's so sad. The, fa- the father is is the the foundation of the, the household, you know, and uh, that's, that's the reason why the enemy attacks the families and the father so hard. Mm. And then I'm, I'm sure it's very similar to the statistics on the women. Where's their dad? You know, and right. then, um, there's a sad, sick joke about, you know, the strippers, the, the ladies that, you know, their dad's gone. What do they call them? Like a fatherless, uh, you know, mm, scarlet or. Yeah. yeah they uh, daddy issues. You know, daddy like to say, daddy, yeah. look, they got daddy issues because their dad was never there. Right. You know, it's just kind of a, a sad, sad thing. It just mm. breaks my heart. Amen. Yeah, that's that's. Sad truth, you know, but um, <laughs> with, I mean, in a way, ooh, it'd be hard to say with that type of heavy uh, sadness, what have you, like show gratitude in a way because individually, like that's kind of what God has helped instill in me that no matter how dark or sad or what have you, there's, there's silver lining to that. And I mean, what's, what's good, what's light, what's pure without the darkness, without all that, you know? So it's, I feel this grand, beautiful design that it's almost far too complex for us truly to grasp. But the more we seek that, that spiritual nature of things, we, we tend to just get the feelings of understanding and, and, oh my gosh, like, and it just opens eye, the eyes and heart to really just kind of viewing things in a different light. And, and instead of like, I know personally, instead of it being so doom and gloom and playing into that victim mentality again, uh, every challenge like poses this beautiful beautiful precious opportunity you know and and just to seize that that's where perspective and and 
I feel humanly I, I, I could have tried to gain that perspective through education and all the means here in the mortal realm and never really made much headway. But through seeking the spiritual nature of things, there's like this vast, great understanding and it shifted and, it, and, and it's had this profound impact on my perspective to seize those moments, challenge accepted and have excitement towards it. You know, it's, it's been quite the blessing. What are uh, some additional challenges that you might personally have for, let's say, a listener to strengthen faith or even possibly a unbeliever to look into for like the first time that might help bring peace or whatnot? Well, the first thing is just realize you can't do it all on your own you just let the, let the pride go mm, be humble right yeah and and just say god i need you god i'm here god i'm listening give me give me direction lord give me wisdom and seek seek him seek the lord with all your heart mind soul you know that's step step one is just to let go and let god as they say you know right to simply understand we don't know it all. And to have an open mind, a level of humility and just even genuine curiosity, like I'm going to dive into the, I'm curious. Everyone keeps, you know, and there's all these different versions too. And I, I do believe King James to be probably the most important one really to yeah. Dive into, but it can be complicated making sense of it. But I feel that that's even kind of the beauty of that version that all these other renditions is, you know, an, a man or institution or something that's that's on a va vague scripture, essentially, they're n nailing down their view, their take. Mm -hmm. When, which yes, that could be very awesome and beneficial and, and, and help with a reader and resonate with a reader like me, especially, but, uh, that vagueness before where it challenges thinking and, you know, uh, I mean, there's just so many different ways. It, it, there's kind of a beauty to that. You could keep forever referencing that scripture throughout your life. And it can just switch from one day or one year to the other where, oh, wow, I view in the scripture as if like I'm viewing it for the first time. It was my favorite scripture, but I'm, I'm now absorbing a whole different meaning. Right? Yeah, that, that happened recently on my, my, oh, cool. my fast where I read a scripture and it was like reading it for the first time again. It had a whole different meaning and it just it just like God speaking to my heart, you know, it just wow. I just because it says in the Bible, the word is living. It's the living word of God. It's and it's always it's 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 always the right message at the right time when you mm. need to hear it, need to see it. It's it's amazing. So, yeah, the new King James version or the King James version is 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 the best version to use. And the reason I say that is there's there's a handful, maybe a dozen, you know, versions of the Bible that actually deleted some scriptures mm. entirely. And then there's some where, just to give an example, it's the New International Version, the NIV, which is a pretty common Bible a lot of Christians use. Uh, there's a verse in there that talks about 
only only demonic strongholds can be eliminated by prayer and fasting, and they mm. conveniently remove the fasting part. Uh, the fasting part will basically move God's heart. It's basically like us getting down on our hands and knees, pouring our whole heart out, and just crying and petitioning the Lord with all of our entire soul, mm. and just saying, God, I need you. God, heal my grandmother, Lord Jesus. You know, Lord, heal my uh, my relationship with my marriage. God, you know, uh, hear, my, hear my daughter's cancer, Lord Jesus. Just And you're, you're constantly seeking him and petitioning him and you're knocking on his door asking asking in the bible it says too pray without ceasing don't stop it's mm. almost like god's like sick okay how bad do you want this oh you prayed one time oh you must not really want this mm. you know it means about being having persistent prayer life persistence because yes persistent persistence pays off ultimately but when 100%. you do persistence prayer with fasting it, it, it can really open up doors and it can demolish the demonic walls that are around your life and the attacks from the enemy. I want to dive more specifically into fasting with you, but just to, to wrap up on like the Bible personally, if it's easier to read any of the other renditions, like any read is better than anything, you know, and that's, true. I mean, true. it would be awesome to get to a point. I'm just so dedicated. I literally have every rendition and I've gone through them all and I migrate to what resonates yeah. most and, with me. And, right. And even for those people, like, just say you're, you know, slightly dyslexic or you're dyslexic. Mm. You can even hop on YouTube and you can get readings and renditions of the Bible read to you auto audibly like if you got a long drive if you can't sleep or something you know right I, I do that sometimes I'll cool. put on YouTube and just a reading of uh, you know uh, Matthew Mark Luke and John and the New King James Version they right. just they read it to you and some people they're more audio than visual or they're reading or you know there's the YouTube Bible app there's all sorts of apps out there where I, I'm very grateful I'm, I, every day I get that you know, alert and daily scripture. And so many people, you'll even have on other pastors or believers and they'll read it and they'll uh, have a personal kind of connection to that verse. And uh, some of them just hit out of the park. Like sometimes yeah. it's, it, it's be between me and the words more so that resonate, you know, and it's just kind of a, a beautiful thing, but yeah, any reading, any study, I mean, that, that, that's what it's about, but, uh, on the fasting. So, 17 days and you're 20, 20 something, 16, 17, but you're going to go 20. That's that, that could oh, be dangerous, oh, right? Like yeah, physically if, if you're ingesting like, you know, smoothies on occasion, you're okay. getting your blood sugar up, you know, like for instance, I love lemonade. So I oh, drink okay. a lot of lemonade. Uh, you know, this is a sports drink, you know, sports drinks, uh, you know, lots of hydration. Um, you can have some soups, you know, there's lots of things like that. Smoothies, soups, liquids. Probably be a good idea to, if someone wanted it, this resonated, and they want to try it, probably go a day, their first fast or a yeah, day or maybe two. Yeah, try, maybe try breakfast, try lunch, and then maybe eat in the evening. You know, don't do it all at once. You, you know, kind of gauge your body. Listen uh, to your body. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And, and then, then you say, okay, maybe I can do one day. But prepare yourself, too. Make sure you're committed don't, you know, and then have, have preparations, have drinks, bring, you know, plenty of hydration with you throughout the day so you don't feel like you're going to pass out or, you know. Right. Um, 
No, I'm doing 21 because I did recently do a five and a half day fast. <laughs> and I joked to myself it wasn't long enough. So Oh wow. My uh, I have two daughters. I have one with a uh, with one mother and I have one daughter with another mother. Well, uh recently when uh, the one that I'm with now with my 6-year-old, she decided to kind of go back to her old high school boyfriend. He can or sorry, high school uh college college-age boyfriend there together okay. for a couple years. And this was the same guy who destroyed her marriage. So she stepped outside her marriage with this guy. And she was married for seven years. You warm? I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. I'm all right. But you can kick it on. All That's right. fine. You just let me know. Sorry, guys. So this guy comes back into the picture. You know, things were, weren't great with our relationship. They're a little rocky. So that kind of opens up the doorway. Plus, she never really had closure way back when from that relationship that tore up her marriage. I mean, this was like one of her first guys she was infatuated with. And uh, so he comes back in the picture recently. So I know what to do. I'm going to pray. I'm going to fast. And I give it to the Lord. Well, five and a half days into that fast, the relationship dissolves. Hmm. And I'm like, okay, this is great. Things are going good. Well, she reneges on it, goes back to him again. I says, okay, all right, God, you got a sense of humor, okay. And then one of my friends mentioned that the first of the year, he does the Daniel fast. I was like, really, the Daniel fast? And I kind of started looking into that. He's like, yeah, it's 21 days. I says, wow. You know, mm-hmm. my, my sister my sister's, uh, lives in California. She does deliverance. She's really uh, connected with the uh, with the Lord. She's, she's on fire for the Lord. And she says, she kind of jokes to me, she'd... You should do what Jesus did. Jesus did 40 days. Remember, Jesus fasted in the desert for 40 days and 40 nights. Mm. And, 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 and <laughs> before he started his ministry, that was the first thing he did was go into the wilderness to be by himself and to, to pray and, and talk to the Lord. And, and, of course, you know, the devil tried tempting him many times. Right. And, and Jesus was, was strong enough. And he shows by his example, you know, if you remember, the devil comes to him and says, hey, if you are truly the son of God, you can turn these rocks into a loaf of bread. Mm. And, and and Jesus quoted the scripture to him, man, man shall not live by bread alone, but also the word of God. You can't, you can't, you know, to have a healthy life, you can't just live on food, but you need the food of the word of the spirit of, of the Bible, the God's word. word. Yeah. yeah. And then he tried, you know, tempting him, uh, hey, if you're truly the son of God, you know, throw yourself off this cliff and God will send his angels to, to rescue you and save you. And, he, and Jesus, of course, says, do not, he quoted scripture right back to him, so do not test the Lord, thy God. Do not, do, we do not, we're not here to test God. Mm. However, we are to test God with our giving. That's the one thing in the Bible it says for us to test God. If we give back to the Lord what God has given to us, if we, and that's why they say it's better to give than receive, God mm. will bless, our, bless us financially, Withheld, it'll bless us. So that's just a little, a little nugget there. And if you remember the third tempting, he, 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 uh, the devil came and said, "Look, God brought uh, the devil brought him up uh, on a high mountain and said, look at these are all the kingdoms of the world. I will give them all to you.' And and Jesus says uh, to love the Lord God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and not to you know don't serve the don't serve the world, serve God. Mm. And then he rebuked him, and the devil left him. So to go back on the, the fasting, it's very powerful, and you'll be tempted, obviously, but it, you, 
with God's help and your willpower, you can you can get through the fasting. And I, I encourage people like you're saying, even just start with breakfast, then maybe the next day start breakfast, lunch, and then maybe try one whole day. Well, I think what you said there, looking into that Daniel fast, looking in, doing your research, and obviously there should be disclaimers this and that if it if it's anything that could be, I mean, especially people out there with medical conditions or what have you. Yeah. I mean, there there comes a point where. Uh, I believe it might be in your best interest to even do something uh, to a certain extent in a clinic-based setting or with a doctor on board, yeah. at least checking in yeah. or other other people There's too. Um, but um, yeah, if you got low blood sugar, or you're diabetic or something, obviously talk to your doctor before you go and uh, you yeah. do a, any kind of fasting. Uh, I will say there is scientific proof that fasting has phenomenal health benefits yes i'm I'm, yes. I'm here to mostly talk about the spiritual benefits but i have lost when i did my five, five and a half day fast mm-hmm. and then just weeks later i started my 21 day fast and mm-hmm. today's day 16 saturday would be day 21 and i have lost 21 pounds wow and that's with not really doing any alert i'm just basically all liquid you know and it's not really any working out i mean i think i worked out once or twice uh, during this, I ride a bike, you know, bicycle here and there, but that, okay. that's just for fun. But, um, so to kind of go back to the story about my, uh, my recent daughter's mother stepping out, I did the five and a half day fast. Was that the first time you kind of personally this was went out on the limb? Second fast I've ever done in my oh, okay. life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The second time. And, uh, that relationship dissolved after that after me oh, praying okay. and praying yeah, for your daughter we, right. we were yeah. married and uh, and uh i was praying god to restore our relationship to restore our marriage restore our family because i came from a broken family mm. i don't want my family to be a broken family so i put everything on the table and i gave it all to the lord i says god i need you i i i, I can't do this by myself if it's your will then then make a way lord and and the five and a half day one, it wasn't long enough because she went back, you know. But then now, recently, up to date, she's back. Now that I started this this new fast, probably day nine, day ten, things started to turn around. But I didn't want to stop my fast prematurely. I wanted to stay. I wanted to commit to 21 because that's when I sought out. I initially committed to 21 days. Okay. And last night, we just hung out and had dinner and... uh she told me she's fallen back in love with me again, and I, you know, I've always been in love with her, so I never stopped loving her. And that's the other thing that God allowed me to do, which I, by myself, I'm not the kind of person that has a big arm for forgiveness, especially when there was uh, infidelity. Yeah. But wow, God, what a challenge. But that was a huge challenge, but God basically kind of spoke to me in a way. He kind of said, look, if I can forgive you, for your sins, I for oh can forgive gosh. you for this. I can forgive you for that. Then you can forgive her wow. for that. And it just brought me to a whole another level with my my walk with the Lord. Wow! He just the way he kind of laid it out to me, and um, he healed my heart from the whole thing. He he's got me in his hands. We're walking side by side. It's it's just powerful when you let it all go and you just give it all to the Lord. And uh, I, I don't think I would have gotten there without the fasting part. Because when you remove yourself from that food, the, the Spirit can speak to you in ways you've never been spoken to before. You can feel things in the supernatural. You, It's just powerful. If you see how much time food 
is 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 consuming your time it's amazing <laughs> you think about okay what am i going to eat for breakfast i want a snack i want lunch okay what's going on for lunch do i need to get groceries okay the what's trips for dinner to the store the trips to the store the actual cooking the time it you, takes you, to chew you, 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 <laughs> you can just see yeah the other day i was at the mall in the food court i'm on a fast and i'm just looking i'm just like wow like do all these people really need to be eating right now it just, it just, it, I was removed from the element and watching everyone eating and just said, if they only knew like the other side, if you truly put yourself on the other side of the spectrum of, of what is the food, what is food, you know, do you really need to hmm. eat as much as you're eating mm-hmm. and what are you eating? Especially nowadays, ever so more, the chemicals, oh my the gosh. processed foods. Yes. And nowadays people at home you got to look at your labels now. It is now says bioengineering on the back of the ingredients. They're putting artificial junk chemicals in our food, in our drinks. Yeah, you're all going to die at some point. We're all going to die. But let's try to live to be healthy in a, an old age and, and, of course, a fighting age. So if something goes down, we can we can put it right back on them. You know, we got to mm-hmm. we got to. We're a living vessel. We're a temple. And the Bible says we're a temple. We got to watch what we put into our body, not just food, but what we watch. What are we watching? What are we listening to? Are we putting in positive things or are we watching hoary gory? Are we watching Mm -hmm. uh, adult videos? Uh, You know, what are we doing with our time, with our eyes, with our energy? You know, guys, can you get a sense as to how I cherish every chance I get to talk to Josh here. I hope you're getting a sense as to the excitement of every opportunity I get here because everything you just touched on, Josh, I, I per, for me personally, right here on Unmuzzled, it's like, that's another podcast. That's another podcast. That's another podcast. Yeah. And every one of those topics, uh, you know, uh, deserve that type of attention, right? Because it all leads to the importance of honing in. Why are we here and helping one another and living our best life, you know, having the tough discussions, figuring things out. And the only way we can truthfully, effectively do all that is like maintaining a, a, a good quality of health. Because, I mean, from where I just came from, like that, that's pinnacle. You know, if your brain isn't functioning right and your body's not functioning, you're you're gonna be absorbed yeah. and consumed with with that. And and I believe by design. I I truly feel with kind of the bio warfare side of things, which will be podcast in and of itself, and all these. I I personally feel it, there's a reason why they're overloading iron and cereals and you know GMOs and and more. And it's more than controlling the market the food market on oh you got to buy our seeds now or what have you it's it's literally putting them in the power seat is to wow we can genetically modify this to have this type of impact on the whole population and have a slash solution band-aid through big pharma it's like doubly enriching double power triple the danger right it's just so important that we 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 do all these deep dives 
Let's see here. We are 51 in. Uh, excuse me, 51 minutes in, my man. That's what what good. do you what do you think? You think this is probably we could call it here in a bit? Yeah. yeah Burning desires. Do a part two and different topic or something. Hundred percent. Kind of do more follow up or something. You know. Hundred percent. Well, any burning desires or anything other? I mean, I could go over my quick pre-list here. I mean, I know I could ask you this question time and time again, and you're going to come up with another awesome, whether it's current or reflecting back on how God has helped you. Um, and, you know, kind of in that sense, capture why you keep going back. You know, because I think... The more we can effectively articulate that should turn people on to kind of light bulb moment as to, well, I mean, so many, there are so many believers like, man, I should just give it a shot and set down my childhood trauma. Maybe I should sit down. Oh, that jerk of an ex guy, girl, what have you, um, that was a believer, you know, and, and, and authentically seek this for yourself. Um, but, man, this is awesome. I'm so excited. I'm excited for just, the future here. Yeah, I just kind of want to end with this. Yes. In the in the Bible, too, this isn't my words, but it says in the Bible, nothing happens in the physical unless it happens in the supernatural first. So you have to petition the gates of heaven. You have to cry out to the Lord and seek him, and he will move these mountains mm. for you. Mm. But you have to have that faith, obviously, of the mustard seed. You have to believe that God can move whatever mountain you're facing. And I know everybody out there has at least one mountain, whether it's your health, your finances, uh, your love life, any anything that you're facing, God can move that mountain. But you have to passionately, feverently pursue him. Amen. That, that deserves a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you, Josh. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Bless you, brother. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm kinda doing a teaser with these jingles. I don't know if we should be ending a sound uh track to these podcasts. I don't know what uh makes you guys happy. That's what it's all about. So uh hopefully we'll figure some stuff out. But no, from the bottom of my heart, I can't wait to yeah. see you again, my brother. Appreciate you. Uh, see you next time. God bless.